Well, hello again, and welcome to the Praxis Daily Podcast. I'm Pastor Ed, and this devotional time is designed to create space for scripture, for meditation, and for prayer, all towards the application of God's word into our daily lives. Well, today is Friday, May 20, 20th, and our scripture reading comes out of John chapter 17, and we're reading verses 11 through 17. Now, this is a part of what is called Jesus's high priestly prayer. It's his prayer right before he is arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane and then taken off to be crucified. Well, we're going to pick up this prayer in verse 11. He says, I am and I am no longer in the world, but they speaking of his disciples, they are in the world and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost, except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves." I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. You know, Jesus's prayer here in chapter 17, you know, not just this section, but even what he prays before and after this uh, is such a deep um, and impacting prayer when we actually pull apart and see um, everything that he is really um, praying into and the, the implications that come out of the things that he's speaking from the depths of his heart. Uh, and what I want to take a look at this morning briefly is this, is this idea of being in the world. He makes a few statements about that. He talks about the believers and even us today, how we are here in the world, though we are not of the world. We're not from the world, even though we're in it. And then at one point, he even says, I don't ask that you take them out of the world. Uh, you know, even though we are not of this place, but we're here, he, he wants us where we are. This is, for the time being, where he wants us. We are right now in the place that Jesus Christ wants us. There's things for us uh, to, to accomplish while here. So this idea we're, that we're not of the world. You know, in John chapter 4, Jesus has this uh, conversation with Nicodemus. And this is where the first uh, mention of being born again comes up from this conversation with Nicodemus. And Jesus says we must be born again. Again, and this idea of being a born again, when we place our faith in Jesus Christ uh, for our salvation and the forgiveness of our sin, what we're being saved of, saved of is from not only our sin, but the consequences that come from sin, being saved from the death that comes from sin. But when we are born again, it's, it's just like being born into a family. You know, when you're born into a family, you've got a particular DNA of that family. You've got, you know, your parents and grandparents. You've got that heritage. There's a particular way of doing things. There's a particular, you know, subculture and, and habits and um, all that that comes with your particular family. And the, interestingly, when we apply that to this idea of being born again, it's really kind of the same thing in a spiritual sense. When we're coming, we're we're born, when we are born again, 
we're born into a new family. We're born into the family of God. And so now, as we grow in the knowledge of this family that we have become part of, we learn our spiritual heritage. We learn. We are learning a new culture, a new outlook, a new perspective. And so as we grow into that, the more we grow into that culture and that heritage becomes part of us and we truly identify with that, we really start to look increasingly different from our surroundings, increasingly different from the world. Because the truth is, just like Jesus says, even though we're in this place now, we are not from it any longer. When we're born again, we have another home and that's our destination. That's where we're headed. That's where we're on our way to. But the longer that we walk with the Lord, when we follow his spirit, the more we look like that spiritual family, the more we, we, we behave in that, that culture of the kingdom of heaven, because that's the place that we're, we're from. And so yet while we're here living in the world, the more we grow with that culture of the kingdom of heaven, man, the more different we look, the more we really kind of stand out. And um, it really becomes increasingly apparent. You know, one idea that popped into my mind as I was thinking about this is that story that you've probably heard many years ago, that story of the ugly duckling. (laughs) You know, as the story goes, um, there were a number of eggs on a duck's, um, uh, on on the duck's um, nest. And when they, the time for hatching came, they all one by one hatched. And uh, all of these little ducklings looked the same except for this one particular one that, that was kind of a different shape and size and even color from, from the rest. Kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. And, you know, as the, the ch- children's story goes, uh, as they begin to grow, all of these little ducks begin to mock and kind of make fun of this ugly duckling because he stood out from the others and he wasn't, he wasn't the same. And so he was mocked for it. You know, he, he walked kind of funny. His, his, his bill was a different shape. His feathers were a different shape. It just stuck out. Um, and because of that, uh, it, it was not accepted among the others. And as time passed and they began to mature, finally, what, what the ugly duckling, who now always kind of felt bad about himself because he stuck out like a sore thumb, he grew and matured. And lo and behold, in, in that maturity, he grew into his beautiful Uh, white swan and so what he really was was finally made known Uh, 1st John 3 verse 2 says it this way beloved we are God's children now and what we will be has not yet appeared but we know that when he appears we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. You know, being born into this spiritual family, we really don't understand the fullness, you know, in, in the state and in the place where we are now, we don't understand the fullness of this. But in the proper time when Christ returns, we shall be like him um, because we are, that's the family that we are part of. He is our family now. And so we can look forward with, um, with anticipation, with optimism, knowing that even the joy that we can experience now, the joy that already has begun because the spirit is alive within us and condemnation has been removed from us, man, this is only just a glimpse of the, the joy 
and the abundance that is to come when he returns and when we will really discover the fullness of who we have been made into, into being because of Christ's sacrifice for us. Well, hey, let's take a minute and thank the Lord for um, the, beauty, the beauty of this revelation in his word. Well, Jesus, I thank you so much for opening the door for us to be born again and become truly children of God. Lord, I thank you so much that even though we are in this world and this is where we belong right now, you have enabled us to uh, really grow into your image. It's even here and now in this place where we are being conformed into your image day by day as your spirit continues that deep internal work within us. And then we can even watch things begin to change externally uh, as you continue that work in the root of our heart. Well, Lord, we continue to invite your work, your spirit to have your way within us. And I thank you that in the fullness of time, we will see um, the fullness of what we will become in the, in the right time. So we look forward with anticipation and we thank you, Jesus, for covering us with your prayers. Even before you were taken and put upon that cross, you looked ahead and you prayed into the, the days and the years and the centuries to come and the believers that would look back to you for the salvation you have for us. Thank you, Lord, for your purpose. We glorify your name. Amen. Well, family, have a great rest of your day today. And remember to keep on loving anyway, any way that you're able, no matter the cost and regardless of what you get in return.